0: Another show that can match it. How to name another show that can match it. Everybody from Classy to Ratchet. Heat fans like Jamal keep the flame alive. Dennis Lee got the Lake Show locked in five. The dub K to Augusta GA. Talk everything from NBA to anime. Chat like homies or debate like enemies. It's all fun and games. Just match my energy. Just match my energy. Just match my energy. Yeah. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to episode eight of the yes, Matter of My Energy podcast. I was, couldn't remember. Uh, <laughs> I know. We got
1: a couple out there already now. so
0: Right. It's starting to pile up. Uh, I'm Dennis Lee, a.k.a. Dino Fit Dennis.
1: And hey, it's Jamal, JC2 Bliss.
0: We got a good one today. Um, yeah, I just wanted to start. Uh, just, you know, since I haven't talked to you that much, man. How was your week?
1: Hey, not too bad, not too bad. I was in Atlanta, went to a couple of graduations, some ceremonies there. Um, Pretty good. Did some shopping there, trying to get some Christmas gifts and stuff like that. You know, that's around the corner. I'm just trying to solidify some of those gifts and stuff, trying to get. I'm one of those that got to be in store. I got to look at it in store to get some inspiration. I might buy it online, but I want to get some inspiration in stores. Um, So that's kind of my way of going about doing things there. So. Well, we're all pretty good, man. I'm on vacation, so no work. So this week, supposed to be in the gym heavy in the morning and in the afternoon. So uh, starting to crack it early before, you know, people go in for the new year. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that
0: early start. Just so you can be like, no, nah, man, y'all y'all did the new year, new me. I've been doing this. Yeah, man. I'm a week
1: ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah. What about you, bro? Man, speaking of graduations, uh well, Thursday was my wife's uh, graduation from a uh, nursing school. Okay. So we went and did that. Uh, my family came up there deep, represented. And uh, I kind of told her beforehand, like, you actually going to get a taste of what it's like to be black at graduation. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that go. You know how that go. They
1: call your name yeah. up.
0: Even though they say, hey, let's save the stuff for the end. They, You know what? I can tell they already do. They already do. They do. I
1: think they should go ahead and stop saying that because they stop. already know everybody's going to yell for their uh, <laughs> graduates. So you might as well just say, because nobody's holding everything for everybody at the end. Like, what right. is that? So,
0: yeah. yeah. Nah. So they didn't even war. They didn't even give us a little, hey, guys, wait till the end. They just <laughs> went ahead and did it. Man, my family got loud and hyped. And, you know, and I just love the fact to see how we embrace her or how they <laughs> embrace her like one of us because, you know, it just goes to show you know, how good that bond is. And her family was there as well, you know, cheering on. But, like, I think they kind of was like, oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they hike? Oh, that's this really how we're supposed to yield? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so. good. I
1: mean, I always, when I saw it, I mean, y'all, your family definitely embraced her, you know, pretty well. So I'm glad to see that, you know, going through in the future y'all accomplishment, y'all, your family both, you know, mm-hmm. rocking with y'all heavy, so.
0: Oh yeah oh yeah man and and it's been a long two years for this one uh she went to school before and it just kind of made this achievement that much more uh powerful I think because she was in nursing school before and had to stop before I even mm-hmm. met her so this is almost like everything coming full circle ten years later I think ten or more I forget when she first went but it was you know before I knew her mm-hmm. and and so the So to put that in perspective, it was like, it's very easy for her to have, to just like have stopped or just thought, I guess I just won't be a nurse then. Back Mm -hmm. in 2011 or whatever, 2011, 2012, and coming right back around 10 years later, did it, you know, very good grades the whole time. She, you know, passing NCLEX first try, all that, you know, so it... It's just kind of one of those I guess my saying you know defeat is no option <laughs> you yeah, know so. for sure
1: I mean that's continue to persevere through all that so yeah, it's much overdue so uh good accomplishment uh congrats to her,
0: yeah man so yeah, um but yeah other than that man, uh it's getting I mean, I know we always talk weather y'all but um I, I'm starting to feel like I only got like one or two more winners. Maybe three. I uh, I'm I might have to move somewhere else. I don't know.
1: I <laughs> hey, man. They, I was there for four years. That, that first winter was not prepared at all. My car was not prepared at all. <laughs> um, and I'm just... I'm good if I don't see snow another day <laughs> in my life. Like, I don't want to see a snowflake. We had a little... Last year or beginning of this year, we had a little like sleep on the ground, and everybody mm. went crazy. You can scoop up like a snowball in the car, or whatever. But that's funny. that's about as most as I'm trying to see. I don't want to see nothing stick to the ground. I'm good on it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's getting. I already know. Like I told you uh, offline, is we're supposed to get the snow tomorrow and then Thursday. But we we we're, we're predicted to get minus three, minus six, and all that. All I right. <laughs> That's what
1: I'm saying. It's different when you have like, <laughs> it's different when you have a snow day that you don't have to go through. Like you can just sit at home and be like, "Oh, it's yeah. snowing." That's it's here. Like everything shut down is in Georgia, it, it, in the South. It's like shut down. It's snowing. you already have a free day. Just sit at home. You know, drink some hot chocolate, watch some movies. You you done. It's different when you in Kansas in the Midwest and you have to like, okay, it's, it's snowing. Fun. Let me just pick up. You know. A, a bigger coat or whatever, some boots, and I still got to go and endure the entire day, my work day the same as usual. So that oh, yeah. part I don't like. I'm like, yeah. when it snows, then, I'm ready to shut down.
0: Man, for real, man, it makes you miss when being a kid, I think. Like, you know, the snow, cause back in, you know, I guess y'all wouldn't really know, but like back back in the day, we would have snow days. Like it was snow, like, well there's some days where it was snow and we would still go to school, but most days you get to chill at home. And 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 like you said, the hot cocoa and the movies and hanging out. And we may go in the backyard and throw have snowball fight for a little bit, but we at the house. Yeah. And we don't got that, you know, now, shoot, and even owning my own business or being like a gym owner at a private gym without memberships. If I don't go in, I don't get paid. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, so it's like it gets bad. And and I'm not about to try to make my clients go in just for the sake of me making the extra. You know, 100, 200 bucks a day, I'm gonna sit at home. And if they, if I wanna make sure that they're safe, hey man, we just gonna eat that day or something. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, it's fine. I'll still pay you or whatever. But that's just out the goodness of their heart. But.
1: Right. I didn't, and the location you had left working like it's slick over there. I don't know if they bring like the salt stations and stuff, salt machines They try around to. There,
0: but so. Yeah. That's
1: they try the, to. But that's what's get, tough. Cause um, it's like, yeah, if you go anything on a highway or anything on the main street, yeah, your travel will be fine, but when you go to those little, you go to the businesses that's like offering a cut somewhere or there's like, oh, we're not about to drive these vehicles and salt these roads everywhere, so right. it's going to be like, those are those are the treacherous areas where it's like, man, how, how bad did you actually want to go there? And then there'd be times I had to park in a safe parking lot, walk <laughs> over the ice and snow because I didn't want to drive down there, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. I know that's true.
0: But man, yeah, man, it's been, uh, is it, we got we got a tough one coming up. Shoot, speaking of tough ones, guys, and this week in <laughs> Jamal was right. <sighs> Let him
1: know. Let him know. Oh my goodness. I'm getting, man. I'm getting
0: roughness all over. <laughs> I'm getting roughness all over y'all. We was just singing his praises. We was just talking about him. And and y'all know how critical I've been. But and as a Lakers fan, it's getting harder for me to say Lakers in five. Uh AD is down again. I'm, this is no <laughs> surprise, guys. I feel like I'm. And th-
1: oh. hey, man, you you sent that clip. You sent the clip of him getting injured, and it's, I think his ankle, like left ankle, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it looked like but ankle it did, or foot. Like he he got hurt. He went back to the uh uh to the locker room, and then he came back and he was on the bench, and it was kind of like massaging it or whatever, trying to fill it out. So to me, right. it didn't look like it would be like nothing crazy like it miss a two day game two games or whatever he'd be back but now when you say out indefinitely for weeks yeah, at like, least a month yeah that is month. like yeah it's at least a month but with ad history it can be it can lingering because he'll come back and be like oh i can't go it don't feel right right and then he also a bigger body so i don't know how he is like getting revved back up but to me i i can't see him like sitting down or being you know Stationary for too long and to be able to rev back up to those 30 plus points in 15 minutes. People have battles. been
0: saying he's been playing his most dominant game in years. Years. That I means even before when he won the championship. And I agree. Like, I mean, he really stepped it up being healthy and killed it. And yeah, man, to see out indefinitely and knowing his track record, it's. There's some players really like out indefinitely and you're like, okay, they'll be back. They'll be yeah. back quick. He, he bounced back. He's the opposite of a bounce back. Like, he's a Tom Brady football. man. Nah. <laughs> Deep <laughs> There's no bounce really there. Hey.
1: And then it's like, right now, like, especially with the Lakers fans, it's like, oh, as long as we are getting the playoffs to play in, we have a chance to make some right. damage. Right. But now y'all have, like, this tough time where it's going to be like, now LeBron's going to have to put a... Got to go another gear. And he was always kind of cruising with behind AD. That was yeah. what I wanted him to Still do. Still playing
0: like, great ball, but... he's 25,
1: 85, you know, eight whatever. Like, he ain't got to go crazy. But now he's going to have to go crazy. Westbrook is going to have to, you know, do his best to step it up really as well.
0: that second unit. So yeah. it's
1: like, right now y'all had a good mesh, but now I'm like, right now I think they're going to start looking for more trades. I don't, think they, I don't think Westbrook is going anywhere, but like Kendrick Nunn, Patrick Beverly, those type of players, they're going to try to look for trades trade there. Um, really be more active because right now you don't know what the future holds and you still want to just get some quality wins under your belt before, you know, scrapping in the plan. Like you don't want to be, yeah, you don't want to be like 12th trying to get to 10th or whatever like that. So you want to be at least like seven, eight or Ten higher, you know, number. whatever. Yeah. So. Um, Especially because yeah. of
0: how dangerous the West already is, so there's really no slacking when when yeah. you're in the and West. And then
1: it's like this is stride right now, right after Christmas. That's when everybody start picking it up too. Like he getting hurt in the wrong time. I, oh yeah, I, I ain't a right time to get hurt, but this is it's definitely a wrong time to get hurt. It'd be now. I'll say around All Star break, and then any time like near playoffs or in the playoffs. That's like the absolute worst times. But um, oh, yeah. hopefully, he come back strong, man. Uh. I did say it, so I do have to say I told you so. Nope, but yes. No, but I, I do I'm wish sure. the best for AD. Hopefully, come back uh, healthy. Because I mean, when the Lakers are playing well and AD is playing well, it's good basketball to see. It's also good for the league, even because they're going to talk about the Lakers regardless. So we might as well talk about them in a good light. So
0: yeah, I mean, especially I mean, and it really does kind of suck with uh, these uh, these uh, Christmas games coming up, man. Like that's one of the things as an NBA fan. You look forward to the. I mean, as as I've got, I mean, as a kid, I liked the opening the presents and then the watching the games all day with my dad and stuff. But yeah. now it's more so. Look, okay, y'all. Here's some, here's y'all presents. Whatever. Now let's watch these games. Right, It's <laughs> on to, all day.
1: I'm tuned in today. And then uh, Curry out. He got hurt, so he gonna be out for a Christmas game too. So, See? so yeah, because I was looking
0: at the Christmas games, and it's looking like. I mean, of course, the schedule's been out, but you know, for the for the viewing public. Uh, the early game is Sixers and Knicks. And mm. Knicks always got a game. That's crazy. We got the Sixers and Knicks. And then, of course, we've got the 130 game. Well, 130, my time. Uh, we've got the Lakers and Mavericks.
1: Mavs mm. got that
0: one. <laughs> Mavs got that game, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> hey, Luka playing, too. He yeah, always get up for the
0: Lakers, too. Jeez, uh, you got the Bucks and Celtics at four. Mm. Uh, that's gonna, gonna be good. Ooh, that's gonna be good. I wonder who would put who I'd put on that. I mean, shoot, I might have to, I might have to get on DraftKings or FanDuel this this week, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I can
1: get DraftKings here. I got to check, but uh, get a parlay or something. See if I can get it. Like, <laughs> I never got Bucks on that one. I think Bucs going, I okay. think Bucks going want that get back so.
0: Okay, uh, let me see. I'm going to go, and then, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks on that one as well, but again, that one's one of those ones where you're scared to make that bet. <laughs> you know? And make an invisible
1: bet, just be like, hey.
0: Because Jason Tatum, <laughs> you know, and Jay Brown, they go, they're going yeah. to
1: they go off. So Giannis might get a 45-piece. If Chris Middleton comes to the party, give him 25. True. I can't wait to see him. All the way back. Yeah. Well, I mean, he and he, so he, oh, he
0: don't have to come all the way that. He don't yeah. got to come all the that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, and then we, we got uh, the Grizzlies and Warriors at seven, but that's a Steph Curryless uh Warriors versus the Grizzlies <clears> with uh, who have been going crazy. I mean, you got John Morant, you got Steven Adams, who was definitely a force defensively and really good for those offensive putbacks and those dump offs down, down there. Um, it's all together, man. I really do like that team, man. That young team. Uh and then finishing off the night, you've got the Suns and the Nuggets. Mm. I don't so,
1: think we will watch that one, but it's gonna be a good game.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I might a late one. one. I might catch that the next day or something. Got the um,
1: ideas after that at that time. So that's real.
0: Um, oh, so for the uh who, who do you think would win the uh, the Grizzlies Warriors? Hmm,
1: that's tough. I think the Warriors. It's going to be looking to get a win, but I think the Grizz is going to pull it out, especially on Christmas. I think they're going to show out on that game. Oh, like, man. how they played against the Bucs, they just beat the Bucks by like 40-something, 30-something points. I think, they're gonna, I think they're going to go crazy. I don't know if they're at home or not, though. So, uh, I think it's – I think it's – uh, yeah, they'll be in Oakland for that one. Okay, so it's not going to be as turn or in Memphis, but, um, but yeah, I think they'll definitely – uh, I think they'll – Chris is going to have it. I don't see the Clay and that team being able to have enough firepower. So and then the Suns and Nuggets
0: as well as the Nuggets have been or the Suns have been playing and it's it's definitely still a toss up for me uh depending on it depending on how they play earlier or this week coming up. I would maybe edge out the Sun uh, edge up edge out the Suns a little bit. I think they could probably win it by a couple points against the Nuggets, mm. but it's yeah, that, definitely up in the air.
1: Evan. I got Nuggets on that one. Okay. Two reasons: because they got two players out for the Suns. I forgot one guy, but DeAndre Aiden is out too. So, oh shoot! I feel like Yoke is about to go crazy.
0: <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, because you need you need big man help against the Nuggets for sure.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think Funny. that's the only way. And then I think it will control rebound. It can definitely win on that game. So. That one should act, I mean, it's going to be late in the evening, but I think it's going to be a tougher matchup game right there. Now, that'll soon, probably so. be the
0: game to watch, honestly, uh, out of all those games. I think that game, even though it's at night, that's probably the reason why it's the last game of the night. It's like the main event. Um, so, yeah, I would probably – you know what? I'm changing mind. I'm going to say our official – so if y'all want to – if y'all want to be like, you know, we'll make the same bets that they make, you know, uh, this is just our stupid picks.
1: <laughs> All right, don't I'm, get no backlash. Say, yeah, hey, you, yeah you, know to like, win.
0: You, you lost me money. I'm like, well, so did I. So <laughs> <laughs> we both out in the this. same boat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we got. I didn't even say. Oh, well, obviously, I'm gonna say Sixers for that first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mavericks, Bucks, Warriors, and Nuggets. Oh no, 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 Grizzlies and Nuggets.
1: Yes. What was the first game actually? Sixers Knicks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, I don't know, cause like so I was like I'm gonna that the six, one six one. has been. I don't know. They have, yeah, but they That's true. But the gotcha. Knicks, if anything, if they get a win on Christmas, like that's a good Christmas, Christmas present for Christmas New York. Miracle. Oh my goodness! <laughs> if Jalen yeah. Brunson give another thirty piece, and you know somebody else come to the party, then they might have a little. Might have something going on there, but yeah, I'm gonna have silver sisters if. Joel Embiid and James Harden play, so I definitely gonna have them. But it'd be nice if the Knicks will win at least that Christmas game, since they always have a Christmas game. Yeah, I got some greats about right. the Christmas game. It should have been Miami, and again, it should be who goes to the conference finals. Mm. They got a slot solidified. I'm sorry, right. you went to the whoever conference finals. Yeah. yeah, so it should be Celtics, Miami, whoever we play, whatever. And then on that West, it would have been Warriors and. Uh, was it Mavs? Mavs, that, yeah. Uh, last well, year, whatever. But, you know, I know they want to get to keep players in the, in the markets as well. Like, New York right. definitely get there. but Oh, yeah, it was I'm more like, of a business thing than a the yeah. game type of thing. Yeah. But when, I'm saying, yeah. I think conference finals should at least solidify those four teams. That's why I say, because uh, okay. getting the conference finals, because you're going to always have the people who went to the finals get a game. But I think the conference finals just solidify four teams. But... Cause I'm trying to think we only been back well, once after LeBron left once or twice. Yeah. Well, this cause then you also have
0: to think of, you never know who's going to play as well as they're playing. Cause these, these, uh, these schedules come out before the season starts, you know, before you even know who's all on the team, who's doing what. So if you're going off last year, I still wouldn't have had the Knicks in there, but they always have the Knicks play and it's in New York. So it's going to be at Madison square garden. So.
1: Yeah. That's like having like, uh, and I don't know. You have to perfect fact check go like the Cowboys on Thanksgiving,
0: right? They always put Yeah, Cowboys always yeah. play on Thanksgiving. Um, and the Eagles, I
1: believe. So it's kind of one of those like those teams will definitely always have a spot, whether it just whether you out
0: up. there, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, you know what? I might even put down our uh, I might even put down my affiliate link for uh FanDuel, and if y'all want to click in on that, uh, save and actually use uh, FanDuel Bucks to make a bet if you want to, then go ahead. Uh, But, yeah, I'll probably, you know, follow those picks. See what happens. See what happens, you know. uh, But, yeah, speaking of the Suns, speaking of Suns, I know, I know, I know we just talked about this last week, but literally the game just came on last night, man, and uh, we're recording this on Sunday. um, And Devin Booker almost had a, like
1: a historic
0: 60 night. Piece. <laughs> a 60 yeah, piece.
1: 60 piece. 60 piece, man. And yeah, was, that was... It was a great game, man. Yeah, I, I was uh, texting him last night. I was like, man, you got to watch this. You turn this I on. Know. Turn this on right now. Zion, I thought the Pelicans was going to win. The way Zion was driving to the basket, it was like they could not stop him. Like, he'll shake somebody and then just dunk. He'll shake somebody, you know, lay up, put back. I mean, He's everybody knows his play style. Yeah. But they was going to him, and then they was kicking out... And they, he was controlling the ball like the player game, and then he'll kick out for an open three. And right. CJ was hitting it in the um, first half, but the second half, he ain't come. So, he, I mean, he just couldn't shoot. But uh, Devin Booker, man, he had the ball. It looked Kobe esque in a way where it was like everybody cleared out. It don't no matter who was guarding him, he went to shot, you know, the fadeaway, a uh, uh, spot up three, dribble up three, pull up. It, it was like spectacular. It was like video game looking like like every play like yeah he going to hit he going to hit it he going to hit it and then at the end Chris Paul hit one as well so a three so kind of solidified they win but yeah Devin Booker really strong i mean it was down by like 24 in the third yeah. quarter no
0: think? i thought for sure so. I, I thought for sure it was going to pull out because you saw that wide gap i was like oh man you know and it's really showing their dominance and, w- and i even texted you before like yo well, you think they'll be able to stop him you think they'll be able to you know slow Zion down and I think for me, when I was watching, one thing I noticed is I think you kind of have to let Zion do his thing. But you expose him when he's on defense. And I think they did Mm -hmm. a really good job of doing that by um, switching on um, picks and stuff like that. And then he ends up having to hold a guard or not just a guard, Devin Booker. (laughs) <laughs> when you watch him yeah. trying to guard Devin Booker, who's uh, making the low dribbles, uh, quick shifty left to right moves, and with the big clunky Megatron build that Zion has, <laughs> it's hard for him to you know move like that. And then like his that quick step back three, yeah, or or long or the long ball because there was a couple that were just like long twos that he hit, yeah, really exposed to where it was like you would see. Zion have to, uh like, almost rely on the help of his guy that's behind him to jump out and contest the shot at the last second.
1: Yeah, because his body is, like, more of like, a bang and load, like, getting rebounds, boxing out type of frame. When he right. guarding guards, he, to me, his hip don't move. His hip doesn't yes. move quick enough. Like, he don't move. <laughs> he can't swivel fast enough. So it's like he either can slide over and try to take a charge or, like, he can press his body against something and then have them like, to me, he's like, a, his body's like a magnet to the offense, the uh, offensive player. So it's like, once he sticks to you, you are basically controlling how Zion moves. But he can't move or swivel. Like, uh it doesn't look like he can swivel uh, by himself automatically. It's like, it's really tough for him. So, and it's, I mean, it's tough. I was like, especially with a shifty guard. Like, you need to have somebody else guarding him. Yeah. And they put on a... Alvarado is that his name? Yeah, 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 Uh, yeah. Jose Jose Alvarado. Yeah. So they put on him, but he's too small. Like when Devin Booker jumps for the jump shot, one of the commentators was like, "Oh, y'all got to switch him up. He's too small." Well, because even then,
0: then, it's like yes, he's quick for the face guarding for like while he's dribbling and all that. But like I was saying, when they were making those picks, so Jose would be guarding him. They make that pick. Now you got, uh, now you got Zion on him you're almost exposed either way. So they needed somebody else or something else. And it really exposed. And I think that that's probably um, what, what, uh, what changes they made at during the halftime. It was like, yo, honestly, y'all, I know we down, but
1: (laughs) they can't guard
0: me. (laughs) (laughs) They can't guard me. Hold on now. You know, so uh, man, seeing that, I think that's eye-opening for the for the Pelicans, so they have to make that change. I think someone needs to work with him or something on his agility. I don't I don't understand why they don't. I get like, yo, if his play style is so dominant, then why change what's not working? But
1: I think because, I think the way they look at it is like he's so big and strong. Like when he goes against anybody on the defensive end, they'll be like, oh, he can't get through him, which right. is cool. But I can get around him. Like, right. I don't have to go through Zion. I can go around him. So, this with the picks, like, I just get a pick and get him off because he ain't going through – he's not going around or going through a pick. So, it's like, honestly, I can just pick him off, So and that's it. I'm done with dealing deal with Zion. And then they couldn't get no offensive boards in as well. So, it's like, I'm like – I was actually going for the Pelicans. I actually want the Pelicans to stay a high seed going into the playoffs. But Same I'm you like, there, you honestly, guys, Yeah. – Y'all guys can't even get the offensive rebounds. I'm like – I mean, y'all y'all not playing to win. Like to me, y'all y'all were scrappy on uh, the mm-hmm. first two games. They all all three games they played. I think that's the last. I don't think they're playing again, actually. But um Yeah, yeah they true. they said uh I mean they always close games, so y'all knew what y'all was coming in for. I think they cruised a little bit with the uh the league, of course. But y'all understand, like it's been close the first two matchups this season, like you know they wasn't gonna go out without a fight. So uh to me you gotta close those type of games out for sure. Like just say you have a three zero, like just to have that in fact. I mean, you still up two one in the series, but um, just to say you had three zero, like y'all ain't be because I think they, I
0: think they're supposed to play. Well, if they've only played three times, I think they play them one more. So I think you play Maybe. conference teams uh, four times and east west you play twice, like one east one west, like that. Maybe I could be off, but I just remember from two K. But and then also from like learning, uh, also from learning the game and watching, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, I think it's probably, probably they were probably riding off the high of uh maybe last week with the whole you know three sixty dunk at the end and
1: yeah, all, all the different ones that pay back for that.
0: Yeah, and so you know, I think there was just all the stuff that went in with that. Um, but yeah, uh, there's actually someone else I wanted to, uh, bring up, um, a a player that actually was out of the league for a little bit. And I was kind of wondering like, why is there not a team that wants him at the moment? Mm. And they finally got him back and he showed y'all why Kimball Walker. Mm. (laughs) Kimball Walker, first off, all the way from UConn days. Uh, the first one I actually saw, I mean, first one I actually saw do the
1: little dribble in step back shot. He had that on lock. Yeah. He, he had that dribble step back package on
0: lock. The first person I seen do it. Game winner. Who against Pitt? I remember that. I remember going crazy on the ship watching that <laughs> game. Oh my, I was that's the first time I was like, who is this guy? Okay, write him down. Everything I want to know everything about this guy. <laughs> Where <are> he from. <laughs> But yeah, man, seeing him back uh had a a great return. Um I'm messing up on the I'm messing up on the stats. Uh he had
1: 32 points. I know that. Thir- 32. On the math. I think Luca was out, so he was starting point guard for the team. Um the only thing is they did end up losing the game. That's mm-hmm. the only thing, but he still showed yeah. that he was able to win. So I was like, to me, he still will have a roster spot when Luka comes back with that it could be like uh he could put in that Jalen brunson role a little bit where hey i can give you you know at least 15 points so i can also play make and uh i get my own buck but i need to look at the basket of the ball so i think Kimba's a great fit for that yeah i mean he led teams i mean he, not like he went deep anywhere but Celtics. i mean with the uh, yeah. harness as well like he led teams as the point guard so he knows how to these play that role. He may not be able to be like you know twelve assists a game type of player, but he'll definitely be able to run. Right. But he also a scoring guard, so he can get his own bucket on to look for Luca to be like, okay, Luca, he'll give me the, your twelve seconds, dribble, dribble, see what you do a fancy pass, and I have to you know, <laughs> right? You don't have he to try to that. make the shot, so you can be able to, you know, that may actually help make hit a shot. It may actually help
0: Luca because now Luca doesn't have to do the 12 dribbles, the the 14 seconds with the ball. And now you have to worry about this guy over here. So now you can't just, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I'm looking now. Uh, Yeah, 32, seven assists, five rebounds. That's Mm. a really good good, welcome back. First game back. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, so yeah, I think, you know, they just need to iron everything off. Plus, they lost to uh, a pretty decent. Cavaliers team by one point in overtime so
1: oh yeah the Cavs yeah that was a tough game too so if he was able to score that much on them like he's yeah it's, it's
0: a good they're, it's very, good they're very good at guarding guards if that yeah. yeah like they have a lot of you know personnel for that so to see him do that very good on the way back um yeah I'm, man I'm looking at it in their roster actually looks kind of short right now though. <laughs> which one uh, Mavericks. The Mavericks,
1: yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, that's why I'm like, I don't see the Mavs like being able to go too deep with Luca because we was talking about his play style already. So it's like, but his yeah. role players around him, I don't see them like anybody stepping up. I thought Christian Wood would be that player, but I don't. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, he, well, he had
0: 26 and 14 last night.
1: I need that a, a day. Uh, even like, I feel like he was that player. Like people thought he could lead a team. So I was like. Yeah. Maybe not to the finals, but he could be the leader of the team like 25 and 14, 25 and 12. I think that would be a great stat line that he could be able to achieve. But I don't know. I, yeah. think, I think they need somebody else. Yeah, true. Luke I mean, needs another, another <laughs> bona fide star. I don't have to be a superstar, but I think another star that's a shot creator. Yeah. I would say like a Brad Bell type role. Mm, that will okay. be somebody there. But Yeah. Bradley, if you're listening, uh, if you can please make your way to Miami, please, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we have been looking for you for a while. Um, that's, that's real. That's real. Bradley. But I think he, he does have a connection with Jason Tatum, so they was talking about maybe... Going up there. Oh, yeah, going, going up there, or if Tatum want to make that jump to Wizards. Oh, my geez. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I'm I- just throwing it out there, you know. We'll see if it comes true. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, especially uh with them um I guess losing losing a a player to retirement, you know, so that's one of the reasons why I think their their roster mm-hmm. has gotten even smaller. Uh and it was actually a weird retirement. Um twenty two year old. Uh he'd only been in the league for what was that?
1: Two years, I think. Two two years. Yeah. Yeah, he said they said he, he was uh and this is uh, Tyrell Terry,
0: 22 Tyrell Terry, yeah,
1: 22. Um, he just announced his retirement this week. Uh, he was, I think he was with the Mavericks, but he was currently on the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm. Um, and then kind of put his retirement out there on IG, saying it was due to uh, anxiety. He had anxiety about playing and stuff like that. So um, it was, you know, really impact him on a lot. And for him to be so young to identify it, I, I give him props to that. Identifying something that, you know, is something going on with him mentally, emotionally, that he didn't want to continue to play basketball, kind of consume his life already. Yeah. So yeah. to me, those are, it's, it's tough. Um, but yeah, man, 22 is it, so young. It's like, I don't know you make it to that stage. A lot of people look at them like, well, why you just don't put in next more, you know, a couple more years? You're making million of dollars. Be tough, be this, that, yeah, exactly. So you're
0: getting paid millions, you should be able to, yeah, all that, all that, yeah. But it's a lot. People aren't understanding, like, if my mind isn't right, I can't, I can't do any, like, exactly. I, uh, you know, um, and it, and it, and it is, uh, it is. Alarming and uh, different, I guess, that we're seeing that like in uh, lots of other sports. When we had Naomi Osaka, uh, when she you know, I think it was like the French Open, she declined because she had to get her mind right due to mental health. Uh, the gymnast, uh, Gabby was it Gabby or forget Uh... what. I don't want to get her wrong, but I remember she also. Uh, there was a, a gymnast who went uh, stopped in the Olympics as well mm-hmm. because of that. Um, uh, Kevin Love talked about talked about that as well, like how yeah it was traumatizing for him to even walk out of huddles.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Demar Derozan have said some stuff about you know having mental health and uh, anxiety issues and stuff like that around the game. It's just something that. I think it's more prevalent right now. I think a lot of people are just like, uh, I think a lot more people deal with it. It's just not a lot of people is actually speaking on it and being oh, yeah. upfront with it because they, they don't want that stigma on them. Like, Oh, he has mental health issues. He needs to be hospitalized. Something's going on with him. Uh, yeah. I don't think he can be functioning, you know, a functioning adult with having mental health issues. I don't see so it's, it's a lot of stigma that comes around. It, and that's why you see a lot of athletes don't really speak on it, but they deal with it, you know, privately. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you don't hear until stuff come like something bad happens or they went to jail for something or went to prison for something. and Or they're strung
0: out like a Delonte West, who also was a, a prominent uh, Maverick for a while and got helped by the Mavericks owner.
1: Yeah, it's like you don't hear things until they actually struggling with the thing. So right. it's like and then
0: you say, "What we should have been able to help." We should have okay. Well, how about this? People aren't people aren't realizing that. I mean, I'm not saying that we shouldn't say anything as fans and things like that, but mm-hmm. you have to realize what that does to them. Like we almost forget that they're humans. So right. when every night you suck, you you know we're 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 bashing them. Yes, you got to be able to be strong and do that, but we're in a whole different era where... um, We're in a whole different era where if you... Like back in the day, you could hear all the you sucks and this and that, you know, but then as soon as you leave the house or as soon as you leave the arena, yeah, I don't hear it anymore. Now, people are on their phones. People are, you know, they're on social media. Yeah, it's, it's
1: like... so. All
0: of your comments is this, if you have a bad game,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now people got access to DMs. Hopefully some of people got it blocked off where it's private and stuff like that. But then people got like friends of the family. They got family. Right. You got it's so many different avenues to attack somebody in a circle, especially if you know people, especially if they in the public eye. So it's like you really don't have your privacy as as well. And that kind of goes back to anxiety. So you have anxiety about playing But also have things like social anxiety, where you're like, "Why is everybody kind of eyes on me?" Or I can't be out in public places all the time because I'm like scared or nervous about something going on that's going to happen. I can't be out with my people like that because you know I have to care about their protection, you know. And then, Yeah. yeah, honestly, it's the life of a celebrity. You know, you think about all the security that they have to consider just by going to check out, check the mailbox. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it's different things like. Yeah they, like, up, yeah, they have nothing's money, but private
0: for you, like nothing like you can't go to the oh shoot, I need toothpaste, and now you <laughs> you get seen picking up a crest. And Colgate's like, when everybody's like, Oh, that's stupid, why'd you get Colgate? And you're like, Dang, man, I was just <laughs> you know, so it's like literally nothing I could do that's everything, everything that you do is scrutinized. Or what if you're having a bad day? What if you're just having a bad day? You're just already down, like they said, a lot of these people are already suffering from mental health issues, and they. Have high anxiety or they're depressed or whatever they're like, you know what people don't understand how hard it is for you to um even get out the house even put clothes on even brush your teeth when you're going through bouts of depression mm-hmm. but you have people who are traveling to the games and and playing not even wanting to maybe be here or whatever and and so you have people who are doing that let's say they threw the hoodie on and they went to the store I'm gonna just go give me something to eat real quick. And now, now they're sitting there. Hey, man, can you take a picture? Can you do this? Can you Look, I'm trying to, you know, smile. You know, I'm trying to be nice, but I don't
1: have it in me today. And then it cannot even be like, it could be like somebody mood or their personality, like just because, you know, somebody said I'm having a bad day or I'm just not a social person in general. Like that can be somebody personality. Like somebody can be like, I don't really, you know, you know, I do my job, I go home, I entertain my family, and that's it. I don't need, need to go out and be seen, be social, go to lounges and stuff like that. That's, some people just don't function that way. And just because I'm making a million dollars doesn't make me more social. Like, I don't see that right. correlating at all. So it's like, and I if don't if anything, have to. it makes you less. Yeah, I don't exactly. owe you anything. I'm just exactly. doing, I'm going
0: out doing a job, and this job that I happen to be really good at requires me to be in front of millions of people.
1: That's what, Actually, That's what I was I, about to say. My yeah. job is just public. That's the only difference, like, if yeah. I was doing the same, if I was doing whatever job, nine to five job, you know, a traditional job, I would still be uh, I'll still go home. I would still won't be social. It's not just because I'm making a million dollars and I'm public that I want to, you know, face all this other stuff. I mean, and to me, I'm like going back to Tyrell. I think the biggest thing is his expectations on him and his family as well. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know his circumstances. I don't know him personally. Of course not. But you can kind of think like if any. and their family goes to a professional sport. We hear it all the time. Everybody expectations, oh, I got to take care of uh, the parents, you know, my siblings, my family. I'm like, you know, the family savior right now. Like, I'm about to take care for generations and generations to come. So it's like, it's a lot of that. Like, if you perform, like, we as fans look at a person and be like, oh, he scored two points. He sucked. But in his head, when he went home, he's like, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to be able to get this next contract. Right.
0: I won't so be able to keep paying for my, I won't be able to, my, I just started paying for my little sister to go to college. How am I, you know, I'm going to let yeah, her just down. just bought this let,
1: crib for my mom, you know what I'm saying? I just got this yeah. whip, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, they got new money, but they also got new bills and more responsibilities that they, you know, honestly, they family friends put on it. I don't want to blame their family friends, but it's it's some pressure that she put on just by um, getting to that point where it's like, okay, well, just, I mean, you might be dealing with something, but if you could just play this one game for us, you know, to give us one more season, that's more million dollars. But it's right. tough. I mean, if you're really dealing with something like that, it's it's really tough to be like, I know everything's on me, but that just adding more pressure and like it's like a tightness in your chest that you can't even play anymore. It's like, oh yeah, I'm not performing, but then at the same time, I'm trying to perform because I know, you know how much it can advance my family and my generation, you know, wealth and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. Cause you got to think like for them, it's a very, I mean, of course it's a competitive sport. Yes. But not just competitive in the way that we think about it. Like the Knicks scored 127 to the so-and-so's hundred, you know, but mm-hmm. it's also competitive in your own team or in your own life because, okay, let's say we're all for mental health. We want to, you know, take care of our players. Hey man, have a mental health day. Don't, you know, So Tyrell Terry is not playing today because of mental health reasons. But then his backup goes off and has a Sanity moment. Yeah. So now we got to keep this going because of he's hot. Michael Jenkins scores, you know, 40 <laughs> somehow off the bench. Oh, shoot. Let's figure out that, you know, so now he's like, yo, I can't even take a mental health. I can't even take the breaks that I probably need because that'll cost me lots of money, lots of potential stuff that could end up happening and that's a lot of pressure for a person so it's like man i'm going to go ahead and bow out cuz i think he uh i'm trying to remember but i think he went to like stanford or something like that
1: yeah he did and the thing i mean the thing that i feel like is super tough with mental health and sports is that there's no like one glove fits everybody so it's yeah. like everybody can battle it differently people you know different spectrums of what somebody's going through so it can't be like all right Everybody in NBA get like three mental health days if you want to take those. It's, you can't have you can't mm. standardize it. You can't yeah. like you can't say, Oh, this person, okay, he's been out for a week. I think he should be good enough. Come on back to the team. Like you should be over what you're going over. So it's like you can't go through it. I think the best thing is for players to be more honest with the team and then the team, y'all y'all come over to playing with for the individual. Yeah. But, but I, I think they, a lot of the, times
0: I think it, a lot of players are afraid to 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 be honest. Because, yeah. because, okay, we're also dealing with the old generation versus the new generation. So the newer generation of people are more, uh, I would say, as a whole, are a little bit more in with mental health and, and the seriousness behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the old generation would be, they never would really say depressed. They would just say, oh, he's a little sad. He just gets a little sad sometimes. Or yeah. he doesn't have PTSD. He's just a little off. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, you know, they always downplay it and things like that. So if one of these new school players, some kid who's literally like him, twenty two, goes, "Hey guys, I just want to tell you guys, I suffer from uh, social anxiety and this and that, and even a uh, mild depression, clinical depression, something like that." My my therapist has even my you know my psychologist have actually diagnosed diagnosed these. This isn't some thing that I saw on TikTok or something. This is real. Mm-hmm they're gonna be like ah, here goes this kid wine again and here goes it you know this new generation so soft and it's that it's like no we're just actually more in tune. we're not just going to drink our problems away or bury it down until we die of a heart attack at 50 yeah we're actually going to take care of things and and it's so but the people that they have that a tyrell a tyrell terry has to uh you know, addressed or, or talked to about this is some 50, 60, 70 year old team owner, or well, I guess him in particular. Uh, uh, what's the owner's name? Uh, the famous billionaire. Why am I blanking? For the Mavericks.
1: Uh, oh, man. Uh, I see his face.
0: Uh, One second, y'all, because I his, Mark Cuban. <laughs> Mark Cuban. We should definitely I, have got that wow. one. Yeah, Mark Cuban. Um, so one thing that I do like about him, though, and like him specifically, is he's very much so a helping. He's one of the helping billionaires that we have. I don't want to get into yeah. <laughs> all that, but you know, he's one of the ones that we do have that actually goes and tries. He done. He's actually done things like try to. Uh, he invented a company, and I think big pharma and stuff like that tried to, uh, like do all they can to hinder him. Basically, like it's sold generic um generic versions of all the medicines that you need at a way lower price like let's say insulin's 300 which isn't even off i'm probably close to the real price of it and you know you need insulin like if someone's a type 1 type 2 diabetic whatever you need insulin it's not like it's some extra drug that you need just to or that you want it's actually a need for people or you'll die mm-hmm. Other places are charging three hundred dollars. You can get it on his website for like fifteen twenty. Yeah, and absolutely. so he invented things. St- so he's actually like for the people. So even him, who's very understanding and things like that, sometimes it's still an older person, still a loss in translation when you're trying to convey the proper message. Or I'm also thinking about my dollar. Like, yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. But my boy Luca right here is making me money. My boy, that you know, you may not be that. <laughs> That's all I'll
1: say. I can't That's all i was saying. If you think about like the. So this player is not a star player on his team. Right. But if we was to have the same conversation with the star players, I don't even think even Mark Cuban, like, even only like that, would even look at it because it's not only that. I'm thinking about you mentally, yes, but now mm-hmm. you're hard in my pocket right now. Like, because if you're not out there, we know for sure the fans aren't going to want to come. We know you're about to lose this game, might right. not make playoffs. Like, how many days, how many months can we afford Do you have the you know, you know, mm-hmm. to go through your battles, you know what I mean. So it's like it's yes. also, I think it's a part of that because once you become uh, a certain level of a talent on the team, people are like, "Ah, oh, sorry, we can't afford you. You ain't injured for real. Like you can't be taking these days like this."
0: Uh oof. Yes. Um. See, and even that a lot of times, period. Um, when we think about uh mental health, period. When you when you said that uh you're not hurt for real. Mm. that is a big thing that we've heard from a lot of people I saw when um, uh, I'm kind of Gabby was it Gabby Douglas I think it was Gabby Douglas who yeah she was the goat she's the goat basically she like had the whole goat rhinestones on her unitar mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of people saying and she got a lot of uh, she got a lot of uh, flack with people saying things like well she's if she's the goat she should be able to do things you know even with that she she's not like she's actually hurt if she was actually hurt i could understand it's like well the mind is yeah. more powerful than anything else on your body you can't if your brain is broken and pe- and i think that's also people's uh preconceived notions or them not actually knowing um what these things are
1: because, yeah I
0: think- you know you can't put a cast on a brain so I can't show you, oh, this is hurt right here or whatever.
1: Yeah. And that's I think that was the biggest thing uh, about Ben Simmons. I mm, think when his yeah. stuff came out, that's why I was kind of concerned about that one because the way it came out, it didn't seem like it was he was legitly having issues. But it's something like you can't really you can't show an image on social media or on TV and say, oh, he's having issues, or this person, oh, she's having issues. Can't pinpoint. Like, so it's kind of like when he says that, it does blanket and that's why the NBA kind of took concern to it because it's like he really could be telling the truth, but he couldn't be. And that's why I'm like, I hopefully, I do hope he was telling the truth because you don't want to have that being excuse going into contracts and going to different discussions because it's like if you're dealing with something, then yes, address uh-huh. it. But if you're just saying... You just want to cover it up, and you just want to use this mental health blanket because you know people uh, it's, it's a touchy subject, and people are not gonna you know probe right. you too much about it. So I think that's where it's kind of it's hard to be like, okay, y'all, we have we have to draw a line somewhere. Like, I think this person's faking it. This person's being real. Like, how do we know? Right. But you can so do that with gonna, back
0: injuries, but it, we care more about physical. Exactly, things. it's
1: something that you can't see, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's, and that's it's, it's, it's that's a big
0: that's a big thing, especially because of uh. I guess the general public's view on, um, on mental health. Um, because I think about, like you said, like when you said there isn't a, like when they come on, when they come on TV and they have like a certain face, like you may see him cheering for a play at, or cheering for a play that happened while he's sitting on the sideline at a game or something. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, well, how can you be, t- be depressed? He's, he's, he's smiling. Right. how can he be this he's that you know and it kind of makes me think of uh steven twitch boss mm. rp to him um yep american dancer uh was on the uh, the dj for the ellen show um yep a father a husband most important you know a husband father most importantly above all those other titles uh, and had just celebrated a, a wedding anniversary And I saw that he, you know, when I saw that he, you know, self-transitioned like that, because I feel weird using those other words, like trying to like say it the Mm -hmm. wrong way. But when I saw him self-transition the way he did, you know, and then when you look at his last post on Instagram, because a lot of people do that, they go back and look, he's literally smiling and dancing and doing a choreographed dance with his wife for the holidays that we all, man, he he entertains us. Right. And so where could where could we have looked at him and the public and go, oh, right there is where we there's his depression or there it is. You know, when a lot of times depression is the stuff we don't see. It's him waking up and going, okay, I'm going to I'm going to try to make myself smile today.
1: Yeah. And I I think I mean, that's one thing i talked to uh, my family, my mom about. I was like. We also I mean, everybody says check on your strong friends, check on your friends. Mm-hmm. But when you do check on them, it's also on them as well to kind of give you like some feedback. It's hard to probe somebody yes. if they're not giving you anything as well. Like mm-hmm. if they're saying like if you have, you also have to know that person, how they are as well. Like you can you should be able to sometimes you can tell if, you know, your friends kind of faking it for the day. Hey, what's going on? This is not really you. This is what's going on here. Yeah, it's hard to really like go in and be like, OK, let's sit down. Let's dig deep. What's really going on right now? It's really hard and somebody's like, no, I'm good, I'm good. Family good, you know, getting paid well. Everything's good, man. Life's good. And then the stuff happens, and that's what I think it hurts the most is when you actually try to reach out, but you sure. still can't figure out if something's going on or if somebody's truly okay. And that's why it's important to have, like, genuine conversations frequently. Yes. Not yeah. just when you kind of notice something going wrong, or okay, it's been a year, let me just reach out to see what's going on, let me just mm-hmm. do my annual checkup. If you have those freaking conversations, one you can know, you know, that demeanor of that person when they are, maybe it's So, I think those is, I think that's probably the best things. And it, it's just tough hearing a situation like this, especially when you have children, young children involved and stuff like that. It's just families, you know, uh, it, it's just tough to, like, to hear those type of stories. I mean, we're just hearing a lot of these more recently going on and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's like we just we just had
0: an episode where we, you know, dedicated the last 15, 20 minutes of it to, to Jason David Frank, who who passed yeah. the same way, you know, and for many of us who looked at him like a, a superhero or or someone that we look up to or, you know, and I, I even think back to uh, a Robin Williams. Mm. Robin Williams did nothing. That was a. Everyone happy every day. The, I guarantee that anyone listening to this has at least one or two stories or movies or something where they were laughing genuine laughs because of Robin Williams.
1: And yeah, that was a tough one, man.
0: Yeah. But it's like, who is, who cheers up the person who cheers up who, you know what I'm saying? It's like in uh the Watchmen, mm. <laughs> the Watchmen, uh, with the joke uh with the, the the comedian uh where he talked about he he had that uh joke where there was this guy who went to this uh therapist and he was sad and you know he kept telling him like you know I'm very depressed and this and that. And the the therapist kept telling him, try this, try this, try this. And then he goes, Hey, you should try going to go see this clown. This clown is super funny, you'll love him. Uh, he'll be great. He'll definitely cheer you up. And he's like, but I'm the clown. Mm. And so it's kind of like, who, who (laughs) is (laughs) going to be there for me? Yeah. You know, um, and I think that one of the things when it go when it comes to a checking on our strong friends or checking on our friends, period, the ones that we see could be down or whatever is also making sure that we're, we're making it to where they know that they can be vulnerable to us. Or we can be vulnerable to them um, because a lot of us, a lot of men or or people, uh, I guess I'll just speak from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that like a in my community or in my people, like, like as like a black man, I've often felt like I didn't really have or I don't really have too many places to be super vulnerable. So who do without you being judged? To? Yeah, without being judged, man, you weak or you just uh, right. toughen up, bro. Like, cause when you think about it, like as a dude, like we just keep talking about different. Of course, there have been a lot of women, but we see that eighty percent of suicides have been by men in America. And it, it's it's tough, man. It is, and it starts it's, when we little it starts when we little when you when you fall and scrape your knee. It's different from when your sister falls and scrapes her knee. Yeah. Get up. What you whining for? Da, da, da. Come on now. Like be tough. Wipe those tears off. Okay, but what if I need these tears right now? What yeah. if I actually need to cry and get this out? And and so a lot of times we have you know, a lot of pe- a lot of people don't have Don't feel like they have the the open space to fully say this to their friend. Yeah, we talk this, we talk this all day. We joke around, we laugh. But what about when it's time for the serious conversation?
1: Yeah, and then like one one of the things, and I think that's one thing that's bad for us is like when we do have a serious conversation, one is very quick, Mm -hmm. and then it's a joke right after it. Like right, right. It's like okay. All right, so what we what we about to watch? What we about to go eat now, like eat something real quick. So it's like, dang, man, I was really about to get into it, but now it's like I don't want to you know, bring it back kept, down. Yeah, and hey, we kept the surface level. Now we got to bring the energy. That's the also the biggest thing because the environment that you're in, nobody wants to start talking about something and bring it like the mood down. Which, right? I mean, what person you know is always on a high mood? I was like, y'all, we can accept this moment, be vulnerable, talk about it, and then. Just because, and I also say this, because somebody's giving advice to somebody or trying to cheer up another person, that doesn't mean a person who's giving advice is better or um, at a at a better position either. It's like we're both mentoring, you know, giving like dialect back to each other because you don't know what he's gonna say or she's gonna say that's gonna help you in the end as well. It's not like okay, I think I'm doing good mentally. I'm about to help this person that looks like he's not doing well, and then I was like, we both you know, everybody's going to be struggling. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like when people have conversation, they feel like, Oh, he's a stronger individual mentally. Let me go talk to him, get advice from him. He should be able to know. It looks like he got his life going on. Yeah. That's not always the case. <laughs> it, it could be like, Hey, we both have some issues. Let's just talk about it, get it out on the table and see what we can, you know, see what we can get, um, get advice from. And then also if you really do need, like you need to start setting up formal therapy sessions as well. Oh, yeah. I think it's one of the things is a lot of people try to self-diagnose themselves or they'd be like, oh, my friend said I'm okay, so I think I'm good. It's yeah. Like, just because you got one or two friends that's always going to be in your corner, which is nice, that's not always the case that you need to be. So I think that's why, you know, we have those positions. Like, my mom's a therapist, so it's like those people are in your life for, for sure. So you definitely want to go and, you know, set an appointment, see how it is. I think one thing... I think more people should do is because you can be more vulnerable to somebody you don't know. So you yes. won't be judged automatically. Oh, yeah. um, so that's why I think that's the biggest thing as well. It's like people like will keep a surface level with only their friends and family, but when they could go to somebody actually dig deep, like you can just say, I think the And then people right now, I think we're in a good place where going there going therapy is not like look looked at the same way as it was in the mm. past where people was like, you in therapy? What is going? What's on wrong with, with you? you? Are you crazy? Are
0: you? yeah. What's going yeah. on with you? Yeah, yeah. Do you need to go to the? We th- we used to think about it like a straight jacket, like you know, in the past. Yeah. Type of thing. Like is your
1: job offer? You know, authorized this? What's going on? Did you get in some trouble? That you gotta you gotta do this for? Right. You know, mandatory therapy or something like that. Like anger management or something. So it has to. It always had to be something extreme
0: like that. When yeah, that's true. Um, and I think, and I always make this joke. Like I feel like, I feel like for black people and it could be other other cultures as well but in my in my understanding my scope of the world I've noticed that like for black people it feels like therapy and mental health um awareness just got cool like 6 years ago i feel like it's just like a new fad when people have been sad their whole lives
1: yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say cool, but it's like, it's but not It's more accepting now, but like yeah. people was like, oh, he's dealing with something. Okay. So what is he dealing with? Okay, cool. And mm-hmm. then like, and, but I still think it's still, it's still not at a point where it needs to be because when no, people no. say they have issues to be like, okay, I'm depressed. Okay. But he can still go to work. So he's not that depressed. Or the person depressed, or he can stay in the bed. Okay, he really is depressed. So it's like people still have levels yeah. to everything that you have, and it's like you just can't say you have issues. You have to one describe the issue, how severe it is, how it's affecting you, and it's like nobody just can't accept you for what it is. Right. And you have to have like a novel next to it to say these are my symptoms of this. Okay, he actually is, you know, actually pretty. And
0: it's like, who are you? You're just a random. You're the you're the grocery <laughs> bag dude. At- at, at kroger and and you're trying to tell people who is and isn't depressed
1: yeah exactly you're the like,
0: nightship manager such and such and, and you and you and, and and your son or whoever comes to you and says hey i think i'm depressed but I, i'm not sure because i'm not a therapist or i'm not a psychologist i think i need to go talk to someone and you go ah you're just a little sad man yo cheer up come on man let's go let's go play basketball let's do do something let's Or the notorious, go sleep it off. Go sleep it off. You need to pray. (laughs) You need a this. You need a, okay. You know, and it's, and I'm going to, quick story without putting actually any names in it, because I don't like to expose people. But I had a a family member who, um, and it was during Thanksgiving, who was actually talking about how he had just recently, he had just recently uh, lost a close friend of his to, uh, who, uh, self-transitioned because he, uh, and he'd been like, yo, man, I'm sad. I'm this calling him up and mm-hmm. he, oh man, he go over there, he pray with him. he talked talk to him. Yo, man, what can I do to cheer you up? And this and that. And then one day he ended up being very calm and like, he didn't really care about anything. And then later that night he found out that that's when it happened. Mm-hmm. And. And so the next day he goes and, you know, cause I guess like he lived by himself. So next day that's when he was found and the police were there and all that. And he was like, no, I have to see. I, there's no way this is real, blah, blah, blah. He goes in there and actually sees his friend like that. Mm. And, and we were all talking about it. And he was like, I, cause he's an older, he's an older man. And he goes, I originally had a, had one view of, like depression and, and mental health, anxiety and stuff like that. Like I thought, man, they just need to work hard. They just need to just try to, you know, be positive and stuff like that. Not realizing that these are real traumatic things or it could be uh, just something that's just wrong with a person that they need to help try to fix. And then I even kind of chimed in when he said that and I was like, yeah, it could be. It's it's also a, a chemical imbalance in the brain. When your hormone levels are off, that can cause certain things like that. And then I had another family member who was uh, standing next to me who went, or it's a choice. And I was like, what? And he just kind of looked at me and goes, yeah, a choice. Like he just dropped like a truth bomb on me. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy because as a person who was in the Navy for four years, that's it. I just did a quick for y'all. I have I have brothers and sisters in arms who have died who have died that way and and it's and to, and to, and to say something like that is just a choice and even friends that weren't in even friends who are just you know regular buddies of mine from the sandbox mm-hmm. and for you to just look at that and just say it's a choice it sounds crazy because but I think about how, where did that mindset come from? It's not just him. That stuff is taught, is brought on. It's how everybody around him is probably also thinking as well. All right. And so how could I, let's say, let's say I'm going through something and I want to go to that because it's an older, it's an older uh, family member of mine mm-hmm. who I could say that when I was younger, I looked up to when I was a little kid. Let's say I were to go to him and go, Hey, I am struggling with, with my depression today. What would his response probably be? You know, it'd be like, yeah, wow, man, just, you know, cheer up, man, choose to be happy today. You're right. Like I can just turn it off, turn it on, you know?
1: And, and so and that would really mess with you too. Exactly. You're looking at him like, like a superhero. Like he is up there on that pedestal for you at that age And if he give you advice, you only take that. You know, word is bond. Almost like, this is what he said. This is what. Okay, it's a choice. So, how do I? Now there's something wrong with me. Now there's something wrong with me because I
0: can't choose to turn this
1: off. Right.
0: It's it's a lot, you know, and so and I know that like there's no way that I'm the only person who has that type of family member or someone that's even worse. Like, well, shut up, go eat some food, go do whatever else. And that will kind of shove that off. So you'll have these people that will feel like there's nowhere to go. The closest people in my life treat me like this. So why would a stranger be any better? Not knowing that that stranger is probably going to help you out a whole lot. That stranger actually has a degree, has multiple degrees in this, and has empathy, and has a, a who is literally ready to take on all that in a right. therapist, and and isn't perfect. We because I actually have a few clients who are therapists, and they they will straight up tell me, <laughs> like, man, my life is not together right now. I got this going on, that going on. That. But when I have my clients, they don't know nothing about me, and I know they're hey coming in here to pay for me to listen to them.
1: Right. And then it's also people like that's in that have went through every facet of life as well. I think that's one of the biggest things, especially, you know, in the military is like if you are given a therapist, I feel like that therapist needs to be somebody who, Mm. you know, affiliated, you know, have gone through it or have been close to you know, a spouse or somebody who's gone through it or something like that. Because if you don't have that mindset or perspective, when you somebody's talking about it, it's kind of like, It can go out the ear of one, the other. So I think it's also identifying therapists, but also identifying one that resonates with you as well. I think that's a big thing. And it's also because it's also tough. Uh, There's a lot of jokes talking about how can I, you know, talk? How can I go to a white therapist if I'm black? That's that's a running joke as well. And it's like, I'm not saying you have to go to somebody who's exactly like you because they're not the one that's going to always give you the the best advice or the best. Or it could be triggering. It could be tricky. Yeah. Cause what if I so, was
0: someone who looks just like me and I'm like, oh shoot, he definitely I he definitely gonna judge me because I already know what people that look like him gonna
1: be. Exactly. Like. So I, I was know? like, I, you definitely have to find your mm-hmm. the right person. And that's why um you see a lot of people get like trial runs, like free sessions. Right. You also get a lot of like different therapists that you can choose from as well, because it's not like Oh, you assign a therapist, or you go and sign up for a therapist, and you get a one assigned to you, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is gonna work day one." You say, like, "No, he's not understanding what I'm saying. He's not coming from the same cloth, or you know, cut from the same cloth, or you know, oh, yeah. you're not. He's not getting it to me. You know, on that you know emotionally, uh, emotional level. So it's like you definitely have times where it's like I think that's also a thing as well that happens. It's like Oh, it didn't work for me therapists didn't work for me I did the right. one time it didn't work for me yeah and so it's like yeah just try it with somebody else try it with somebody mm-hmm. else try it from a different region of the country or stuff like that as well because it's not because if w- we don't have to go to a therapist that's on the same street that looks just like you like right it, it doesn't have to be that way it's, it's yes. not you know one-off piss- all type of thing so
0: sometimes you may even want somebody that's outside of your culture because I mean, yeah, in a sense, because like also you don't know that you Okay, I'll put it like this. I have some of my clients that are like not from the same uh, walks of life, I guess, that I've grown up in. I remember telling a story like about my childhood and watch their white women faces go. Oh, what? And I'm and and it's funny because I didn't even know that, that some of that stuff was crazy or traumatic until I listened to them who were therapists. But they, you know, just have to be my clients. They go, um yes. so this is actually this. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was just
1: <laughs> But it's also it's also you have the other side of things where you tell a story and another person from another culture, another race is like, I've had this exact same experience in my household. That's right. that one hits like mm. that one hits a little bit better because it's like, okay, we grew up differently, different walks of life. But when right. I tell a story, he had the same experience, it's like, man, that's crazy. So I it's like alone, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you you never know. I mean, that's why I think like, you know, going out and actually talking to different people, like understanding like a lot of us are the same. Like yeah. there's so many yeah, different yeah, common yeah. stuff and how we grew up, especially you talk to the same people like in your age group. It's like, man, y'all went through this. We go through the same things. Like yeah, so, true. It's kind of one of those. Or be like, man, man so- I
0: thought my group had it worse. Or I thought like in my house, it would have been like this. Like, <laughs> this. What? No A.C.? Like, you know, or something. It's something yeah, just as small as that. But, you know, and, you, you know, so I think that like the more that we take it serious or we make it um, easier for our friends to have those conversations without us being so awkward with it, we, which that's what we have to work on too. Because, of course, even me going through some of the things that I've gone through will still um try to joke sometimes. Like you said, we'll try to make crack the joke. Oh boy, at least you ain't, you know, or I don't know. Try to find some joke in that. Or I'll even make jokes on jokes about myself, you know,
1: with yeah the easy the ease of conversation. That's what I I definitely see myself. I do that a lot. I mean it's like yeah you might be dealing with something but I definitely go deep into anything. So unless it's like a dedicated space and that's what you know I try to work with is like just because we're not in a space that we're talking about mental issues and having something going on that day, that don't mean you can't bring it up. If you feel some type of way, right, you, you should have your friend circle. And maybe people. some people don't always have that circle. But if you have a circle that you can go to, you should be able to be like, hey, guys, this is what I would like to discuss right now. Hey, any thoughts? And they might not have any thoughts, but at least you have it out and open. Just, you know, just have that out in the atmosphere and stuff like that. So yeah. instead of keeping it bottled up all the time, um, I think, I think that's, it's tough and that's how you can identify your true circle, because if everybody want to make jokes and stuff like that, then maybe that's not the the group you're trying maybe to be. Maybe not that person. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, come that. back
0: to y'all for the fun stuff, but I know that I need that person. I need this space. Yeah. Yeah. I need someone that, and even, and even, uh, I think the one thing that I've also learned is you don't always have to have all the answers for them. If, let's say I come yep. to you, this is going on, da, 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 da. sometimes I may not need you to go, well, here's what you can do to fix it. Try this, or this. Have you tried this? Yep. Sometimes I may just need you to listen to me, man and just kind of sit there with me and match my energy in a sense. Right. But you know, <laughs> uh, because let
1: that person that, be.
0: Yeah. That, that sometimes is even bigger or, or, and then just tell them, man, I'm there. I'm here for you, man. If you need me to just sit with you, you want, right. Hey, I'll buy some hot cocoa or something. Like, I don't know. Like, Whatever it is that we can do, just.
1: Yeah. You know, especially just like. Uh, know that
0: I appreciate you and I want you to be here, man. Cause.
1: Yeah. If you just want to get out of the house, like, hey, we just need to get out, different environment. Hey, I just need to be, be out together somewhere. That's it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, some people just need, it's not like, I feel like people feel like it's got to be something like super big gesture. Mm-hmm. In order to get across But it can be just simply Just going to somebody's house and Or just sitting there Listen to what they have And get on a phone call With somebody FaceTime right. somebody Just see them face to face We're in the year
0: 2022 now Like now like We got friends Like shoot I'm in Wichita You're in you're in Augusta Hey bro Can you hop on a video call? All right We're right there man You know so it's Be there for your friends Without having to Make them feel little And kind of just know, like, if I don't got the, it's okay to not have the answer or to say, yo, I don't know how I can help you, but if there's anything I can do, if there's anything you want me to do. Because you
1: don't, and don't BS it. If you really don't have the answer, don't be like just making words make sense because you feel like that person is needing it. If you really don't have the answer or we don't have something, either guide them to somebody who may have it or just be be that, you know, that crutch right now. Like, you Mm -hmm. don't have to have, like, you know, all the answers. And that's one thing I feel like when people shun away from different people, it's when they'd be like, Oh man, he about to BS me again. Like that's when, right. that's when people are like, Oh, I ain't about to go to him because as soon as I say anything, he going to be trying to find a solution. We're going to have to work out of this elaborate plan to get me back. Right. In two right. days or something like or that. All so. he's going
0: to do is tell me to pray. Which sure, you know, pray. Okay. But sometimes I just need you to just sit there. Sometimes I don't want the person, my hero to tell me, dude it's just a choice and it really does man (laughs) yeah and so we definitely have to just be there for each other uh and just know I think one of the other things that I think another aspect that we don't fully address is when someone does die the way twitch or jason david frank the green ranger or robin williams does we always think, what more could we have done? What, what what did I do wrong? Why didn't I listen? Why didn't I call? I could have texted him. And I found myself doing that with a lot of my friends that have passed that way. Man, I could have mm. just messaged him. I saw that he messaged me here. Or he talked, oh, but I was a little busy. We got to remember, man, sometimes it wasn't, it's not your fault. They yeah, were with what they were for sure. With. And, and I think another thing is, is thinking that they were selfish or that they were, uh, they were weak or they whatever and that's not the case I think they were being strong for so long that that weight on their shoulders ended up being too heavy for them yeah and we have to know that this is them the in their mind at the time it was the only way that they saw that they could have made their life better I guess um or just not even knowing, man, like we don't know exactly all the reasonings why. And I heard that even with him, there was a uh, he left a note and I don't even want to read it. It's not even my business. You know, like I just think that that's for his family and stuff like that. But
1: yeah, I, I agree. It's it's like when it's stuff like that, you definitely like you said, you definitely can't internalize stuff and put it on yourself and say, hey, well, how could I change the situation? Because that will definitely eat you up alive. Especially that's years and years, you know, you definitely don't want to put that on your plate as well. And then also like notes, videos. I already hate that stuff like that gets posted and mm-hmm. it's lasted. Even like the takeoff one, like like we don't I feel like stuff like that should be just like surface level. Just give me the title. Like I shouldn't have to Yeah. like see this. Cause see, some of the stuff you can't even like blind yourself away from. Like you might just open your Twitter feed, you might just open like uh Instagram and it's right there. It's like you're not even yeah. going searching for it. It's even when right you there. even when you scroll, it's there again. You scroll, it's on eight different pages. And so it's like you only just got to like turn off your phone for a day, but you yeah. won't even know until you open the phone. So right. it, it just I feel like some stuff should be just left alone, like kind of private situation, only with that family, uh close friends and stuff like that. Um, if they want to know, but it's like everybody should be privy to everybody, even if they are a public figure. Um, and that's what really hurts, hurts the most. It's like, he getting this blasted and it's repeated. Oh you know, yeah. That first day hits is going to be crazy. And then it's going to be the week of, and then they're going to talk about it forever. But you also got to think about the people's families, uh, his kids that will also see this and, oh, how did people take this? Or he was looked at as a good guy. How could he do this? Yeah. Um, people those are the were, things where yeah, it's going to exactly. hurt those people that's really close to him because it's like people are going to keep now people are making so much assumptions about that person as well. And it's just going to be, you know, it is tough. I think those families definitely have to take some time to reflect and try to get there, you know, get their life and their, uh, how to say it, like be together with themselves. I think, because this is going to be one of those things where it's going to be like, it hurts deep, but we still have to continue to move on. You know what I mean? And it is tough to like, I don't know, it's tough to say something now because it's so recent, but it's something that we can't let this define our life, basically. So,
0: yeah. And I think also, and this is, I don't know, one thing that I've noticed from a sound kind of crazy, but I've been going to like a lot of funerals over the past year, like a lot. And. Uh, and losing and just plain losing member, family members and friends and stuff like that. And and so it's kind of, it kind of hits, it hits pretty hard. Um, but I think with this is tell your people you love them, man. Tell your people that you're there for them. Like sometimes they may know it. it we don't need to just make it just be like, man, they know how I feel, bro. I don't need to say, you know, yeah. no, actually be there, actually, um, Actually, have each other's backs, you know. Whether it's just a, a random text, if there's a person on your mind right now, if you're listening to this, and there's a person on your mind right now that you haven't talked to in a long time, just hit them up and say what's up and I love you. We forget that we. I mean, I find myself doing that. Like, I I have random friends that I haven't talked to in a while, or cousins or something that I'm like, oh, I have been mean to talk to such and such, even if it's about nothing. But then uh, you get so busy with your life and all that. Next thing you know, it's been three weeks to a year and you haven't talked to them.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we do it so infrequently because when you say that, if you say, hey, what's up? I love you. What's the next response? What's going the on? Next response, what's going on? What do you need? What? What's, going on, is something? what's going on? What's going on? So it's like, you know, it's infrequent because people won't. The next reply won't be like, oh, well, I love you, too. Hey, how you doing? Type of deal. It'll always be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, do you need money? Are you okay? What's good. So yeah. it's kind of like,
0: do we need to get know, you help? We gotta, help, we gotta get
1: back. We gotta get that being the norm, where it's like, hey, I'm just checking in to seeing everything's good with you and stuff like that. Like genuinely want to understand and see how y'all doing. So I think that's really a, a biggest thing for sure.
0: Yeah, because man, I I think about like how abrupt, man. It's just like when you think about these these guys and and women you know who who just randomly go out the way they do or i'm trying to see exactly how old he was but um which person oh yeah he was 40 twitch twitch yeah. twitch was 40 years old that's a young life you know that's literally nine years i haven't i'll be 40 in nine years it's crazy to think about you know um you know so it's like you know like on that drake song here today gone tomorrow (laughs) you know uh we don't really we, we don't stop to take the time sometimes to appreciate where we are who we've done it with and all that and so i think that like i don't know man and i And I guess to bring it all back, like we have to take this stuff kind of serious. Um, We have to not kind of, but really serious, not treat it like a God, man, it's been a couple days. You're still down. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people do that like they don't rush the process. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, there's grieving and there's, you know, all these different things. And I don't know, man, just know that you're not a burden. Because I think that's another thing. Right. Man. People tired right. of feeling like burdens to people just because I'm I don't know how to shake this, but I should be able to. I should be able to choose the better option now. I should be able to choose the better, the better, I guess, emotion. And I can't. Maybe I should just take myself out of the equation or whatever type of type of thing or, or thinking behind that, which isn't how people should be thinking.
1: Right. Yeah, because I mean, especially when you say, you know, burden people, it's like man, I'm always coming to you with my problems, man, but, you know, uh, and that's why I think, like, that's what kind of ha- happens a lot in relationships, like, friendship and stuff. It's like, you have that friend that's either a, you know, go to, like, I have an issue going on, let me just hit him up, hit her up and see what's going on. And the thing is, I, I was like, sometimes you have to give them a little insight of your, life, what well, issues that have yeah. been battling. It. it may be big or small, but, but like, okay, he is actually battling something as well. So it's like, because if if you if just if they just keep on giving the information to them to you and you just keep giving them advice keep on giving advice they're just looking at you like the strong one like you you got everything going on like and yeah. you just give them like insight into your life as well and be like hey this is what i'm battling with this is what i'm going with as well be like okay man right i see how can i help you do with this as well because if the key was one-sided that person does feel that a certain way it was like man well i'm just gonna leave him alone for like A month or so, you know. Yeah, I hate hate always next
0: time. Yeah, I I hate that I'm always, I'm always the one who just pushes all my stuff on him. He may not be the, you know. Yeah, he may get tired of it. And maybe, uh, and not to always be like a, like one of those people that's like solution oriented when people just may need need to listen. But just random idea. What if with your within your friend group or your group chat with your bros or whatever in between talking about frivolous stuff and which girl on instagram looks good or what game you talking about what if y'all said hey bro weekly check-in what are some of the highs that you had this week What are the some of the lows you had this week all right be are honest y'all we ain't gonna roast like you that, yeah. yeah we ain't gonna roast you we ain't gonna do nothing but we here it's a safe space whether it's something like that hey man my high was i did this some of the low you know i felt really low on wednesday man i ain't gonna lie my mental health was a little you know what i'm saying and we, hey we here for you bro love you Blah, blah, blah. All right, but I think that's do. the
1: thing, and like, it's not a competition. I think that's also. Oh thing. no, like my low is the lowest, so that's why we got to address this. Is like everybody has their own, yeah, you know, spectrum of stuff. So it's like, hey, like, hey, so I got somebody in class. He, he just failed this test. That's a low. You know what I mean? Like, right, that's something it don't gotta they be think. okay.
0: Well, my grandma died. So what?
1: No, yeah, I was like, Hold we don't up. have to compete. And I think that's the thing, because also, like, people, like, especially in the community, trying to compete for, like, who's the hardest, like, who had the struggle growing up and like that. I was like, we don't have to go through the battle of, like, oh, I had it worse. So let's just look at that person, address that person. He had it worse than everybody else. So I say everybody has their own level of what they went to and agree of what they went through. So uh, just put it out there um, and be vulnerable. I think that's the biggest thing, man. Uh, Allow yourself to be vulnerable. And just don't feel like you have to bottle everything up. I feel like get the right people. Don't also, if I was to give something, I also would say like, just because you have friends that you, you are close with, you don't have to feel like that's had to be that circle. If you feel like that's not the right space for you to say stuff or like stuff, like identify that and try to find somebody else to find another, you know, family member or a friend that can be, uh, be a resource to you or you can be a resource to them. Or, you know, also oh, I see yeah. therapists as well. You can't find any, you know, you know the friends and family that you have around. So it's like, uh, just, just identify something with yourself and then, you know, trying to make those actions, um, actions for yourself, so. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, shoot.
1: And I'll even,
0: man, and I ain't trying to like, I don't know. And I've always kind of said that with myself. And I've even like, I remember I used to just randomly make Facebook posts. Especially when I started, when my friends started dropping off, I guess. I don't know how to say it in a better way. But, hey, y'all, if you feel like you don't have a person to talk to, you do now. You know, it, it, reach out. That Hey, bro, how you doing? You know, you can even start off light. But, you know, it, it just, when I first, I remember... My first one was so you know how, like, in like black families, how you got like cousins that ain't your cousins. <laughs> it's you like,
1: cousins? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like, it's like, so I had this one where we cousins because my grandma and his grandma was like literally uh, at my grandma's 80th birthday, they talked about it. They were, they've been best friends since they were five. Mm. And so, like, their whole life, they've been close. So then my mama and his mama grew up feeling like cousins and all that. And we'd all be at either at my grandma's house or his grandma's house. And I grew up, this is, and me and him were, like, months apart. We grew up months <laughs> apart. Or we, we were born, like, months apart. So he was, like, my first friend, one of my first friends that I had, you know, and and I remember going to Nate. We kind of, you know, we went his way. He lived up in Olathe, Kansas, uh, like a couple hours north of up there by Kansas City. And, you know, I lived here in Wichita, but we're from Coffeeville. So we'd go back to our hometown, our small town, or whatever. And I always see him a few times a year. And then when I randomly got the news that he passed that way, I was just like, we're only 22 years old. We only. Why would he, but he could have called, he could have, that's when I went through all those thinking of, yeah. putting it on, what was he going through? What was he, man, it couldn't have been never like, you know, the way I was originally thinking around that time. Um, And it, I don't know, man, sometimes it's really like, it hurts, like, just because we think that we could do more, but like, be, be there for people, I think you know, if you can. So like I said, I'm here, you know, ever since then, that was when I was just like, anybody that's on my friends list, like you're on my friends list, you know? Mm.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah, man. It's it's tough, man. Special situations, man. So yeah, I mean, we do this podcast, but you know, we talk offline, so, you know, I'm here for you. So if mm. anything,
0: And likewise, likewise, man. Shoot, yeah. We all I mean, we talk all the time anyway. But yeah. Uh but yeah, y'all. Um, sure, we kinda went on a long tangent about that. Didn't expect to go that (laughs) long. But yeah, uh definitely um you know, was I felt like it was one that's kinda overdue. It's one that was overdue. I mean, literally, it was like our second or third podcast where we watched our super, one of our superheroes die this way. Shoot, literally, I mean, if we're being serious, we didn't mention him, but he didn't die from this way. But we also saw, you know, Chad die and, 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 and nobody. And I remember when he was sick, when Chadwick Bozeman got sick mm-hmm. and everyone just made jokes and assumptions and this and that, nobody checked on him. And of course he was keeping it secret, but like when you saw his face, that last picture that he posted, where his face was kind of sunk in. He had that blue baseball cap on. Yeah, and Everybody tried to make all the jokes. He stripped of the strength of the Black Panther and all, blah, 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 all the different stuff. But trying to say he was on drugs. Man was literally fighting cancer this whole time. He was entertaining and being a symbol. Was changing the trajectory of Marvel. And we was just kind of like, whatever about it. We, uh, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Mm. Just passed. You know, so literally we watched our superheroes go before us, you know, um, and you didn't think to say goodbye or nothing. I mean, because you don't know. You don't know when's the last time. So, you know, definitely also watch how you talk to people. I think you never know what someone's going through.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the biggest thing, too. Like, you don't want you don't know what that person is going through, how that person's feeling. Like, if you don't like. I mean, some situations, yes, you need to talk to somebody. Some some type of way they affecting you, like in your family. You know, being aggressive. But if you just having a random day, you just making fun of somebody. that's out the blue. Like, what possess you to do stuff like that? So it's like, yeah,
0: yeah, you, yeah. you know,
1: that the, one of the things most of us grew up is like say something nice or don't say something at all, and mm. that's true to today.
0: Man, <laughs> so. Yeah. And I I always kind of like, I think it was, I forget what it was, but I gave myself a phrase. I mean, besides the defeat is no option thing, you know, uh, it was don't take anything personal, even if it's personal. And, mm-hmm. and, and I guess the re- reason why I said that to myself was I kept seeing how people was treating me or, or like, like when I worked in service in, or I guess I'm in a service industry now, but like when I worked at like PacSun or, or something selling clothes or, or I used to fix phones and people come in with talking to me crazy and they'd even maybe make you black, blah, 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 or whatever. They would try to direct insults at me. And mm-hmm. I started like not even being mad. I was able to calm myself down and be less angry of a person because i was going oh that's not you're not even mad at me right you got something going on and because we never know what's going on in other people's lives whether it's a stranger or your best friend or whatever unless they tell you right and i remember once there was this lady i was fixing uh it was when i worked at the phone repair place in the middle of the mall she comes up to me and this is before I started doing iPads. Now I did only a couple of phones. So I, there's some days I'm like, hey, you got to wait for the other guy or whatever. So she walked mm-hmm. up to me and I was off the day before. I don't know what y'all did. It. She, she comes up to me yelling, <laughs> going crazy. I'm like, excuse me, man. man hold on. phone. <laughs> she had like an iPad or something. She had an iPad. I was like, first off, I don't even do iPads." So I know that <laughs> it wasn't me who did this. Uh, we do have warranty, but hold on. She said come back yelling more. I was like, hold on. Uh, okay. First off, you've never seen me before, right? She's like, no. I was like, okay. I don't know what's going on, but I know it's not directed at me. And one thing that I do require is that people do talk to me with respect. And that's the only way that I, and I'm going to do the same to you. Uh. So I don't know what's going on. I hope everything is okay, but just know like we can, we do have a warranty program. So that this can get handled without all this. She's just right. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. My sister, so- and it was almost like a cartoon the way this happened. She goes, You know what? I'm sorry. My sister just got beat up, and her sister just appeared right there, just with like the biggest, <laughs> the biggest oh, swollen. I was like, I didn't even see her there a second ago. <laughs> and she was all, she's like, This happened. And then our mom just got, our mom just died last week. And, this, and I was like, Oh, hold on. First off, wasn't ready for all this, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I'm here. All right. You know, so then she finally was like nice to me the whole rest of the way. I'm, I'm very sorry for how I acted earlier and this now. Hey, it's fine. You know, but basically, you never know what someone's going through. So, what if I would have just matched her energy in a sense and was like, oh, no, okay, is this how you want it? Da, 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 you know, and and went. You're right. Back and that
1: would have blew up. Exactly.
0: And knowing that she's going through all that and I'm fine, I'm having a good day that day.
1: Right. Cause then you also like, if you do that, then the next couple customer that you have, you meet them with that same aggression. Be like, so what you want now? Which, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. you pretty much taking on that energy for the rest of the day. Like, you just ruin your mood because of, you know, what another person had brought yeah. to the table, basically. So
0: And it was something way bigger than what was even going on, you know? So you right. never know right. what people's going through, man. and And never try to downplay. If someone comes to you, even if it's like, some rich person is super sad because one of their 30 cars got wrecked and you're like, here you go whining about, okay. But to them, it's a big deal. Right. Right. Even if something isn't a big deal to you, it could be the world to them. And you know, so yeah. uh And I don't even have a transition out of this right now, man. I do really, <laughs> I really do appreciate this conversation. I really appreciate, uh, you know all of this uh and i was just i know this is something i just thought of right now like if you have anyone uh period whether it's a business or a person or someone that you appreciate because uh actually christmas is coming up yep christmas is coming up and i know that uh one of these one of the things that i like to uh think of when i think of these holidays or these five weeks from thanksgiving to new year's is uh what I'm thankful for, what I'm, what I'm, who's a gift to me, or someone that makes me feel good, or just someone that you just want to just like kind of highlight that makes you feel better of a person, or anything like that. I know it's kind of sprung on you, and you ain't really think about it. But <laughs>
1: yeah, word again, word again. Uh, uh, who
0: is there? Uh, I guess who is someone that you're thankful for, or feels like a gift
1: to you. Mm. Well, I mean, the, I think the easiest ones always, you know, the family for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say like, you know, going through, you know, you know, life, you always look through like who has always been there with you. And it's always been my family. I mean, we never had no, no big falling out. that. We're pretty close knit as well. So it's like I think just, you know, going through life, I'm always thankful for them. We always try to get together around Thanksgiving, if not Thanksgiving and Christmas. And to me, that, that means a lot. It means that, you know, we find each other. We put ourselves as priorities for one another when it come around that time. And we make our way no matter what, you know, destination that we're at. During the year, we make our time to get back here at home. Or if we're not here at home, we try to go somewhere all together. So for sure, it's definitely going to be them. I can't, you know, sing out just one individually. So I definitely, definitely have to be them as a unit. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I can definitely tell with y'all, like y'all, especially, I guess it's the, having the, y'all always been there the whole time growing up, you know. And
1: also, I mean, it's also, I think the age group as well. I think we're, uh, all of us is two years apart. So also closer and siblings as well. And then, you know, parents are still together, still in the same house. So it's, I think it's kind of one of those that's kind of, we just saw, feel connected when we all get back together as well. So,
0: Mm. man. Shoot, I like that. Yeah, I, it's one of those things. It's the, it's the American, or I guess like the family dream, I guess. you know? <laughs> I definitely, man. And we I, ain't I, perfect. Man. We do get some oh, battles and fights, sure. you
1: know, for sure. But, you know.
0: <laughs> for sure, everybody got their crazy <laughs> I did this, this sibling story and all that. Yeah, oh yeah. Man, for sure. I definitely right off the bat would say, of course, my family. Um, my wife, of course. Um, she's man you know like i started off the show about her you know and uh, seeing her resilience and her uh being able to push through push through when things get hard and and also hold me accountable mm. uh, because a lot of times people aren't good with accountability mm-hmm. people aren't good with and that's a whole other conversation we can talk about uh male <laughs> and female accountabilities and stuff like that but uh You know, there's been a couple of times. I remember when I first started my um, Dino Fit, Feet is No Option, all that type of stuff. I remember. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to start making shirts. And I was still, you know, I didn't own a gym yet. I was just a trainer struggling and all that. And I, I wanted to, you know, make something else, another source of income, but also a way to get my message out. And I'd always be, we'd be talking to Carl, like, man, I could do this with the shirts. I could make this design. This would be cool. This and that. And then one day she was, I was talking to her and I was like, why are you acting like you just don't even care or something? Like, I almost got mad at her a little bit. And she was just like, well, do it. Mm. Do it. You keep talking about it and you're not putting in the, you're not, I haven't seen you do anything past the talking about it stage. And, I was, mm. and at first, you know, right off the bat, I'm like, man. yeah. man. Okay, support me, (laughs) you know, but that was her supporting me and it made me go, okay, let me start quickly. I hit people up this and that, you know, so then Dino Fit was first born where you started finally seeing things on, on, on fabrics on, you know, on people's bodies. And I'm like, man, I'm really, you know, so that probably would have been slow down if I hadn't had her to just go, come on, come on then. You said you want to do right. this and do it. Either do it or don't. She's like, well, like either do it or stop talking about it. I was like, oh mm. okay. <laughs> All right. Well on her nerves. Good. You know, and then also another one, uh another big one. Um, because of course my mom and my sisters and you know my brothers and stuff like that, my dad. But a big one, my friend Sam, uh my Navy buddy, we, we started off felt like a solar opposite, polar opposite, you know, um, he's from Western Kansas. I'm from, you know, over the rule Western Kansas y'all is super rule and what people think Kansas looks like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the gals in the, in the fields and all that, uh, and I'm from, uh, I guess, what you would call the city, you know, and we actually met in a school where everybody thought that we were. Uh, that we had to know each other because we were both from Kansas. And I was like, y'all, that's not how the state works. Like, <laughs> did you know that guy over there, uh, Aberson, Sam Aberson? <laughs> I was like, no, you know, and we're and we're a year apart. He's a he's class of 08. I'm class of 09. And he uh, and so me and him, we, you know. We ended up, like, running together because we were both two of the faster people in our class, and we needed partners, I guess. And he, like, pushed me to be faster. But even more so, we ended up being uh, roommates for the first two years when, when I did the uh, the special program that I was in with, like, the pirates and stuff like that. Um, and we were on our first mission together, and we grew to be, like, real brothers. Like, you can't – I mean, if you looked at us, it, it's just a black dude and a white dude, but – that's my brother. Like it, you can't, you can't tell me otherwise, and can't tell you definitely can't tell him. Like he, <laughs> he got, he got my back. He fly in for whatever. He was at, he was at my wedding and all that. Like, um, but yeah, he's one of my biggest supporters, even of this. Um, shoot, anytime I have a drop, like just like how you, I was like, hey man, I'm thinking about coming out with it. Hey man, put me down for one. Yeah, like, man. real quick, <laughs> ain't, ain't much of a conversation. I don't got to do this and whatever you got going, let's do it. Right and shoot he was like that he's helped me with things that i you know we ain't even got to talk about but one of them was also with helping me with my gym getting that started uh the ownership of that m- and many other things man literally because you've seen like uh, well i've been like remodeling my house and he doesn't live here anymore he lives in texas but uh so he came up one day and helped me put a door together me him and YouTube. Put it together. (laughs) You know, there's just certain little things like that. And he was actually one of my first friends kind of to bring it all together. That was uh, my vulnerable friend, where we were able to have Mm. those serious conversations with each other out to sea. when we were feeling low and all this, missing family and and everything else. Just we were able, even now, we're able to, hey, bro, been feeling low, this and that. I'm here.
1: And that's good to have, especially how, in the environment that y'all was in, to have a roommate that was truly a friend. Because some people don't have that experience to be like, man, I'm in here by myself. Like, this other person yeah. is like a shadow, just a being in the room. So, uh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's, like yeah, yeah. it's set up like dorms. lifelong.
0: Yeah, set up like dorms. So, you probably picture how it looked in college, how you got like the roommate and then y'all share a bathroom with some other people. Yeah. Sometimes you cool with them. Sometimes you just like, the other dude that's in the room with me. Yeah, you got a roommate, now you have a friend. Like, yeah. it's,
1: it's different, different levels for sure, man. Yeah, that's dope. I'm glad y'all have that relationship and that bond and that y'all continue to grow as well. Okay. So, I mean, I, it's a blessing to have those type of friendships. i definitely have some friendships like that for sure. Um, it, it's it's lifelong. I mean, I think a lot of us get it from either high school, a lot of us, some of us got it in college. Mm-hmm. I definitely have, you know, a lot of bros that I definitely call family um, like for sure, like you know, when that day come for wedding, I'll definitely have them. Like, hey, y'all gonna be groomsmen Like everybody, y'all about to be ready. Yes. So it's like, uh, you definitely have to have those people in your life. I feel like that's important. Um, uh, you know, people that you can truly call family that are not blood related. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because then they
0: also come from those different walks. They also come from even if they similar whatever. You know, I got like. Friends from Texas, you know, we both black, both from this, but his worldview was a little different from my worldview, but we both, you know, it's it's really cool to have have that and form those different bonds. And and I think that after that post-high school life, I think also for like college or the Navy or whatever, for some reason, because I think maybe it's cause we just stuck with him. Like we're literally yeah. <laughs> stuck in that environment with them. Makes you stick with them, I think. You know, going through these big things. As a matter of fact, shoot, the first time we got attacked out to sea, um, it was me and him. Shoot, <laughs> you know, and uh just knowing like, you know, we also have those to talk about and different things. And uh yeah, man. Um, so yeah, definitely. I don't know. I just it just was on me to just think of like that you know so i'm very thankful for all of the all of the people in my life that are that are gifts you know um if you rock with me if i talk to you on a regular basis even if i don't a lot of a lot of y'all are definitely my gifts you know because i don't really need anything <laughs> you know i'm cool with i'm cool with whatever i got maybe i need a new laptop set up but i'll do that myself you know i just want people <laughs> relationships you know? yeah, yeah man that's the way to be But yeah, we got to, we'll probably have a, a Christmas movie or not movie, but like we won't do Christmas movies, but we'll have a, a, one more episode. that will probably come out before Christmas. uh, Hopefully. Uh, (laughs) uh, Something like that here soon. Once again, thankful for all you guys uh, for, for rocking with this. Like you have definitely have seen a big growth, Um, but yeah, shoot. Like I always say, whether we chat like bros or I debate you like an enemy, it's all fun and games. Just match my
1: energy. Sir, yo. Just match my energy.
0: Just match my energy. Yeah.